the street is my world. I don't, uh, I don't pretend to go uptown and be anything fancy. I can, but I find more... Welcome to the premiere edition of Breaking Balls, your UFC betting and tipping program on TalkingBrawlsMMA.com. I am Niall McGrath, your host of this new show and this new concept, um, which we're going to be doing weekly for UFC events. Um, you know, we're going to kick it off in, in a way we're going to break down a, you know, a few... Uh, number of bets obviously a single bet we're going to do a KO a submission bet and um, a parlay or an accumulator as we like to call it over this side of the pond in the UK and the Republic of Ireland and also um, our bet of the week so if you want to get in contact with the show um, hashtag breaking brawls I was going to say breaking balls there breaking brawls and uh, obviously um, at Niall McGrath 4 on Twitter and I'm going to welcome in my man from mmaplus.co.uk if you listen to talking brawls mma.com podcast you will know this man a, a wealth of knowledge on the UK MMA scene and in you know mixed martial arts <laughs> combat sports all around the world my boy Andres M. Giorgio as you like to be known on Twitter Andres what's happening man? You dropped that M, you dropped yeah. it I like it yeah no it's <laughs> great to be on the show now it's great to be on the inaugural edition of Breaking Brawls uh, the new show on, on Talking Brawls MMA. Definitely, yes. We're going to be talking UFC 193 and breaking that down with our market value bets for this weekend. Let's get things kicked off. Single bet, you know, we've looked through this in quite a lot of detail. There is a number of bets that look quite juicy uh, on yeah. the card, but one has, has stood out for you, Andres. What is that uh, single bet that you put on a few, a few quid to put on down on Saturday night? I mean, for a single bet, and there's a lot of good value odds, but I, you know I like to play it safe, and I like to see something that can bring some good returns. So Jared Rochel to win by either KO or TKO against Stefan Stroop, bringing the odds of five to one there. Wow. So you put five pound, five euro, you know you're going to be roughly getting about thirty pounds back. So very good odds. I really like that. I mean, Stefan Stroop made his return uh, at UFC one night against him. Antonio Rodrigo Nogara, he got that decision win. Yeah. Uh, but Rochelle, I, I, you know, if this was a Stefan Struve of old before the, the heart problems, I would maybe be picking Struve here to, to get the TKO or the KO. Um, I just still just don't know how Struve is going to yeah. fare, uh, you know, down under as well. Jared Rochelle with that that NCAA Division One wrestling pedigree, and I think you know if if he grinds it out and gets some ground and pound, we could see a, a TKO there. I mean, he's only got four TKO KO finishes to his name. Um, but with, with everything that's going his way and with the five to one odds as well, uh, you know, as I said, if he uses that rest and uh, gets some ground and pound, I, I honestly think we, we could see a finish there for him. Yeah, we talked about it off air. I agree with that bet as well. I think it's a fantastic bet. But there's something else that sticks out um, for me. It's Robert Whitaker against Uriah Hall. I think Uriah is jumping back in a little bit too quickly. Um, obviously, that fantastic win. Um, as an underdog over Gegard Mousasi. Um, but I do, I just think it's a little bit quickly for the wrong reasons to try and get up that division as quickly as possible. If you look like you got a Robert Whitaker as well, he looked like an absolute killer at 185. We've seen him at 170. He looked a little bit short in the gas tank when he was at 170. At 185, he looks absolutely perfect. The guy has knockout power as well. We've seen that against Clint Hester. We've seen it against yeah. Mike Rhodes, finishing both in his, you know, his middleweight debut and then obviously his second de- second fight in the middleweight division as well. Another clinical, clinical performance. Fighting in front of a home crowd as well massive massive advantage in front of 70,000 people I don't think it's going to be 70,000 people actually but anyway that's what the UFC are saying um, but you know this is a fight I can see him getting the finish in I think um, you know we've seen how good a stand up is at a price of 15 to 4 you know that is a it's a good bet for me it's one yeah. that I'm definitely uh, going to get involved on on Saturday night I'm going to look for him to finish him the second round as well so I've given you a little bit of a, a double one there but I do I think it's a really good price for a knockout finish 
Yeah, no, I, I'd agree there. I think that's that's something that you could say, you know, as me as a safe better that, <laughs> that I'd take there. I mean, with Uriah jumping in, he's just got this kind of, this very strange mindset kind of edge where he feels he has something to prove yeah. out there. And going into the Lions' den against Robert Wick, I really don't know how he's going to fare. Yeah, it's an interesting fight. A very close fight, all the same. Okay, Andreas, moving on. Submission. You know, it, 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 we've talked about this off air. People are probably going to think Andres is off his choppers. He is a little bit um, anyway. But you've, you've a different one. There isn't too many submission specialists on the card. We, we've one or two. Uh, obviously, Ronda Rousey. We don't need even to mention that with, with the arm bars. But, but you've gone for something quite different. And it's, uh, it, you know, for me, it does actually make a lot of sense from what Joanna has said. Um, share with the guys what, what your feeling is on the submission and, and, and the value bet that you're, uh, you're going to give to our viewers for uh, Saturday night. I mean, I'm pushing the boat out here. I mean, if I wanted to play it safe, I'd say Ronda Rousey getting that armbar submission was a, a big possibility. I'm pushing the boat out. The co-main event, Joanna and Jay Shea going yeah. up against Valley Letourneau. Joanna to win via submission, odds of 10 to 1 there. So you put Juicy. 5 pounds on, 55 back. Really, really good odds. But, you know, Joanna's finished by submission. And my thought process going behind it, you know, people have been speaking to Joanna. You look at all these interviews... And it's always been about when are we going to see the grappling side of Joanna Young Jacek? And yes, we've seen it in a very defensive way against the likes of Carla Esparzo, Jessica Penny. Yeah. Um, she showed that brilliantly how good she can use her grappling to defend and, and to kind of keep her opponents at bay. I think, especially now with Claudia Gadela on the horizon and knowing what Claudia brings in terms of the ground game, Joanna's going out there with, with something to prove against, you know, a yeah. credible striker in Valerie Letourneau. And I think they may. Of course, although I believe Joanna Yingjaisek still does have the advantage in the striking, if she gets a takedown or, or knocks it down, she may finish with the submission. So I, I, that's kind of my thinking, you know, my thought process behind that. I just really feel like the stars are kind of aligning for that as well. And maybe it's time to see Joanna Yingjaisek's submission game with 10 to 1 odds. I know it's risky. I know it's pushing the boat out. Yeah. But it, it's a risk worth taking, uh, you know, in this co-main event matchup. I think it's a clever one. She's only got one submission victory in her career, but that could be two on Saturday night. You know, a very interesting call and one that, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't say is a million miles away because you do get that impression with Joanna. She's looking for something different to prove to the world that she's that all-round and complete mixed martial artist. I'm going to go with, with something uh, a little bit similar uh, along the lines of similar type of thinking to Andres. I'm going to go with Richie Vaz um, to beat Danny Martinez further down the card. We've seen Richie in the past. Um, he's a guy who used to, you know, loves his, his rear naked chokes. Um, Danny's a little bit susceptible um, to uh, submission losses. He's lost three, I think, on the bounce um, in the UFC. So he's under a lot, a lot of pressure. Going into the yeah. Lions Den again um, on fight night, fighting in front of a home crowd for Richie Vaz. Richie is very disappointed, obviously, as well. Um, you know, being pulled off that... Um, I think it was uh, the card last October in uh, in uh, I believe it was Adelaide, um, due to injury. So he's he's really passionate, hungry to get out in front of a home crowd. And we've seen Richie. You know, we, we saw that fight against Louis Smalka, that absolutely barn burning fight, um, where Richie came back in the fight. Or sorry, Louis Smalka came back in the fight. Um, Richie really did have the fight wrapped up in the first two rounds, and Louis got knocked down I think two or three times in the final round, and then just you know came out of nowhere with a beautiful shot to end the fight. But I think Richie um, is going to get a submission victory here on Saturday. Now, and at the price that it's at, I think 4-1 to one is definitely worth a sniff because we look back at Richie's record. He's a guy who predominantly did like to use the rear neck choke. I think he's five or six rear neck choke finishes in his career. So, foam town crowd. Um, I think that's going to be a big factor with a lot of fights on Saturday night. And I'm going to go Richie Vaz at 4-1 to one to beat Danny Martinez. Um, 
I think it's a good bet. Yeah, I'd agree. I, the way you know, Richie Vaz has got a good submission yeah. game, and the bra boy as well, Danny Martinez. Yeah, definitely. So there are two opening single bets of the night. Let's move swiftly along, Andreas. Andreas, round. You know, we're going to we, we, we mentioned this around betting. You, you know, is there any card? Uh, sorry, any fight on the card that stands out for you that you know people are going to say wrong in the first? I completely disagree with that anyway. But um, you know, is there a specific fight that you're looking at that you're you're pretty sure could be finished in the opening uh, couple of rounds? I mean, we, we bring up Ronda, and I, I really like this one. Uh, Ronda Rousey to defeat Holly Holm in the second round. Odds eleven to two. Five pound bridge of thirty-two fifty back on that. Really like it because, of course, we've seen Ronda dominate in the first rounds in in so many yeah. of her, her past few fights. Katzen Garner, people talk about at the point being probably one of Ronda's most credible challenges, and, and she ball rushed her and, and got defeated by that inverted armbar. I mean, with, with Holly Holm, the key is with that boxing is to keep the distance, use the distance, and utilize that. And I think because of that. We're going to have to see Ronda Rousey testing out Holly Holm in the first round, trying to find a range and trying to find where she's going to yeah. find success against Holly Holm. Uh, and, I mean, I, I expect to do that rel- relatively quickly. I mean, five minutes is probably enough time for Ronda Rousey to do that. <laughs> and um, in the second round, I honestly expect, um, you know, once Ronda's corner as well yeah. have gauged how Holly uh, has started the fight, then I expect to finish in the second round by, by Ronda Rousey. So 11-2 to two there on that. There we have it, Andres' pick. Uh, I'm going to go with something, again, a little bit different, uh, along the same lines, obviously, in a, a title fight. I'm going to go Joanna Young-Jacek to finish uh, Valley Lertonneau um, in the third round on this occasion. I think what Joanna is going to do, very similar to the Jessica Penny fight, I think she's going to you know, um, warm her up in the first uh, and second round and look for that finish in the third. We see the way Joanna picks off her opponents. It's so calculated, yeah. so calm, and so precise. It's, it really is incredible. But, you know, you have to give Valerie a lot of credit. She's a very, very tough girl. We've seen that um, against Jessica Riccosi, and we saw it against Morose as well. Overcame a lot of adversity in both those fights, but I just don't think she's that technical striking ability to trouble Joanna uh, or get her to the ground in this fight. And, uh, you know, I think Joanna's going to play with her a little bit. She likes to entertain. She likes to put on a show for the crowd. And that's the way I'm going to see that one going and at a price of five to one to end it in the third i think that's uh you know it's a, it's a pretty good price and um, not to be overlooked uh, on saturday night whatsoever at all yeah i agree okay and moving on swiftly what is your parlay or accumulator better the week there is you know there's some good options you know but but i think we've done really well in what we've um, you know, we've got out of the market this week and what we've had a look around um, some of the fights. Uh, you know, really, I can't believe they're actually at those odds, some of them. So, yeah. Andreas, you, you've got a good uh, a good and juicy price um, accumulator for, for everyone to, to take a look at and possibly have a punt on on Saturday night. So I'm bringing you the fourfold here. We've got um, <laughs> fourfold. Really 20.51 to one. Five pounds going to bring you 102 pounds, 55 pence. <laughs> this one's a good one. I got Ryan Benoit. These are all uh, outright yeah, victories. Yeah. So Ryan Benoit to defeat Ben Nguyen, Richie Vass to defeat Danny Martinez, Kyle Noak against Peter Sabata, and Robert Whitaker against Uriah yeah. Hall. So just to talk through that very quickly, I mean, Ryan Benoit really impressed me against Sergio Pettis. Um, ben Nguyen, a, a tough guy and a tough name there for Ryan Benoit, but I honestly believe, you know, Benoit striking should, uh, should give him the element there. As we've mentioned, as you mentioned now, <laughs> earlier on about Ricky Vass, 
I mean, his submission game, uh, I, I just honestly think that he that's going to be the edge in this fight. Um, his, his grappling and, and how well he does on the ground with his submissions against you know, Danny Martinez, who may be a little bit out of his depth. Carl Noak against Peter Sabata. Yeah, I think this is mainly that. to do with the mind yeah, games here because definitely. Peter Sabata, we, we've seen, you know, he's really struggling in, in terms of money and being able to fly out his full team to Australia, only taking one coach over for, yeah. to the Etihad Stadium, which, of course, the UFC, you know, they, they pay for one of the coaches to go if you want anyone else. You know, you've got to pay that yourself. Uh, I've been impressed by Carl Noak Generous as well. And I think he's a very, very good all-rounded fighter. Um, in that regard, you know, Shabbat is tough, but I, I just feel that no, it's going to break him. And of course, Robert Whitaker uh, against Uriah Hall, uh, as we spoke about and mentioned earlier, I just think the mind games and, and the mental side of this may be too much for Uriah Hall. And Robert Whitaker, as I say, the Lions Den, he's going to have that support for him in Australia. Yeah. Um, and that's that's how I see it. I think he's a really good fourfold. And I mean, you know, maybe a little bit risky, but good returns on that. And if, if you want to punt, then, then take it. Definitely. I know I, I completely agree. I wouldn't uh, <clears throat> go too far off the mark as well. I've gone something similar. Robert Whitaker, as I've explained earlier on, I think the hometown crowd is going to be a massive advantage. Look like an absolute beast at middleweight. We've seen Uriah Hall jump a little back in too quickly for, for me and the guy um, sometimes upstairs here. Yeah, he doesn't do things for the right reasons. Uh, Jared Rashold also, I'm going to go over Strieve. I have not been impressed with Stefan Strieve at all since that, uh, that injury. He's, you know, he's looked reluctant really in his fights. Um, obviously, he's you know he said he's very nervous going yeah. back out there. He had that collapse. Um, he fainted. He had to pull out. You know, I think it was the first time he was he was due to come back, um, w- which wasn't good. Um, Richie Vaz then, as Andreas has mentioned there, another reason hometown crowd. I think he really wants to show a submission game. He you know he's a hungry hungry kid. He's good on the ground, and I think Martinez is really going to struggle under that pressure. Probably fighting for his UFC career as well. It's a big, big ask in front of that hometown crowd. And I'm going to go with Kyle Noak as well. I really do think that's a good bet uh, on Kyle Noak. Sabata's having financial problems again, unfortunately, as as you've mentioned. And you know to go out to Australia and Kyle Noak's backyard as well uh, under that kind of pressure. You know I think it's it's one of those cards. You know from top to bottom, there's a lot of psychological and mental warfare. Um, you know from the Holly home. You know, all the way down the card, really. There's a lot yeah. of a lot of um, mental assessment, and and a lot of the fights I think are going to be determined on a mental assessment. But that accumulator pays sixteen point eight to one. So I would get on board that it's a juicy little fourfold, as well as Andreas's one. But ultimately, Andreas, I think that's it. That's that's all our bets. Is that is that us done? I mean, I've, I've got a couple little a couple ones little ones. On. I've got a little couple ones off the side that that you think are, are juicy as well. Yeah, I've got two evens to add on actually. Okay. Um, and that is the first one, Robert Whitaker, Uriah Hall, to go the distance. I know it's a bit of a call, yeah. especially with everything we've been saying and Whitaker being, you know, having all that support. But I still do think that Uriah Hall is a very tough name and a very good fighter, as we have seen. Of course. Um, so, you know, I, I, there's a really good chance I can go to the distance. And for evens, it, it's worth the punt. And as well, another evens, Joanna Young Jacek and Valerie Letourneau to go 2.5 rounds. I think there is so much possibility for this to happen. As you say, you predicted a third round finish for Joanna. I mean, I, I think with both these girls, they're very smart and they're going to want to feel out. And Joanna's the kind of girl that will grind you out over, over a process of time. So, um, again, that's another evens bet that I think is definitely worth a punt. How about yourself now? Anyway? Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a couple of ones. Um, you know, I mentioned more fair to you earlier on. I think Mark Hunt to win by decision, um, at eight to one is a you know a real value bet. We saw the first fight between the two. Obviously, one of the the heavyweight fights of all time where it went to you know it, was, it finished a draw. Um, I know, um, 
um, Bigfoot obviously has had those TRT problems, you know, being banned, coming back from the ban. Didn't look too impressive in his last fight. But the only thing I will say in the contrary to that is if you look at Mark, Mark had that battle against, you know, got absolutely pummeled against Deep Amy Ocic. That is a kind of fight that, uh, you know, could change a guy's career, really slow him down a lot. I know Mark's looking really good. He's, he's dropped a lot of weight being over in Thailand. But it's a three-round fight. Eight to yeah. one for that, you know, Mark Hunt win by decision. Yeah. I think that's definitely worth the punt. Uh, if you have a few spare shillings to throw away, definitely have a little punt um, on that one. I also think... Um, you know, I think it's out there. I think Holly Holmes been overlooked a little bit. I think Ronald to win by decision, you know, mightn't be such a bad bet of 14 to 1. I think Holly does have the psychological element, as we've talked about in this card. Holly's very calm. She's not going to go in like Katz and Gano. Not going to go in with like the other uh, the other girls, but almost beaten before she's gone. And she's, you know, she stated that. She stated cool, calm. She hasn't engaged in the warfare um, with Ronda. Um, you know, if she keeps that boxing um, tight, as we've mentioned, you know, so I think she's the, the highest um, leg uh, body shot kick accuracy in the UFC women's uh, bantamweight division ever with 44% yeah. of her kicks landing um, to the body which is you know a phenomenal stat double um, that of any other girl in the UFC bantamweight division so she can use the hands get in and out fast I think it's going to be a lot more interesting than people are giving credit for and uh, you know yeah. I do expect Rana to win the fight you know but I'm going to go you know later rounds for Rana the fourth or the fifth but I think if you a few quid to bet on you know it's, it's not a bad it's not a bad bet for Ronald to win by decision. If you five euro, you know five pound, fourteen to one, you know it, it wouldn't be the most silly Absolutely bet in the world. Yeah, and she'll get beaten in the first round. And <laughs> that I said that, but um, yeah, listen, that's been our our betting show. Andreas, where can the guys find your work? Absolute pleasure to have you on, as always, my friends. Yeah, now it's been fantastic to come on the first edition of Breaking Brawls. Uh, if anyone wants to catch up with my work, of course, MMAplus.co.uk. Uh, you can find all my work on there on Twitter at Andre M. Georgia and of course what's the M for uh, Marius which is my middle name alright okay uh, Andreas Marius Georgia yeah I'm not going to live this down AMG now, no you're never going to live that same <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah and uh, please follow my podcast at War of Words yeah. pod on Twitter War of Words podcast follow that Available. SoundCloud iTunes uh, check that out yeah, and we're going to put this up uh, also on SoundCloud as well, on Talking Brawl's SoundCloud account. I'll have it up on the website um, as well, and obviously on iTunes and on TalkingBrawl'sMMA.com. You can catch me on Twitter at Niall McGrath 4, and obviously TalkingBrawl'sMMA.com podcast on iTunes. Do subscribe to that. And guys, listen, enjoy the fight card. I believe it kicks off for us here in uh, Ireland, and obviously Andreas in the UK. I think the prelims start at 11pm on UFC Fight yeah. Pass. Then they go over to BT Sport at 1am for the fight televised prelims. And then UFC 193 main card goes down from 3am. So from Andreas Giorgio, and a big thanks to him for coming on the show tonight. The premiere edition. I hope you did enjoy it. And I hope you win a few quid. We'll be back next week to assess that uh, for UFC Monterey to see how much money we made on our fantasy bets. So uh, from Andreas Giorgio and Noel McGrath, it's good luck and good night.